Thanks so much for tuning in to Set Apart. This is a podcast that was designed to lock arms and figure out this pivotal season we call young adulthood with other ordinary teens and young adults who desire to be set apart with Jesus rather than conform to the world. So with that, relax and enjoy this episode of Set Apart. Yo, what is up, guys? We are so excited for what we got going on today. We have a special episode. We want to tell them what we got going on, man. Should I just, like, give them the, the rundown, or should we let them, uh, the our guests? I mean, you're seeing the title over there. Yeah, so I mean, I can't really, really play the, whatever the game or whatever, but, yeah. Um, this person we got to meet, she's super cool. She's awesome. She filled out one of the forms that, you know, we have up in our link tree. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm not really going to say a lot. I'm going to let her introduce herself. So... For you guys that don't know her, it's also like our second day knowing her. It's been it's been a blast. <laughs> but Kristen, if you would like to introduce yourself to the people, go ahead, please. Yeah, okay. <laughs> hey guys, um, I'm Kristen. Um, I'm a junior here at Liberty, I'm studying social work, RS at the Annex. Shout out, peace out, out to A Town. Yeah, let's go. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, how'd you get here to Liberty and like your story with all that? Because yeah. you said you're an RS. Like, mm-hmm. just a little bit about that. Tell us about yourself. Yeah, for sure. So, um, in high school, that's when I seriously started following the Lord. Um, about junior year or so, right after I turned 17. Um, and I, I didn't know necessarily where I wanted to go to college. I actually went to a vocational high school, and hmm. so I was doing nursing. I did nursing for three and a half years, had a C, like my CNA license, all that, and thought that I was going to go to college for nursing until probably January of my senior year. I'm like applying to schools and all that. Um, and the Lord's like, no, 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 you're not going to do that. And I'm like, oh, cool. Like, what am I going to do? And he's like, oh, you're going to wait on that. And so <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm like looking at like hundreds of nursing schools. I'm like, okay, none of those. And then honestly, one night scrolling on TikTok, which I don't have anymore, but um, <laughs> yeah, yes, indeed. Um, this video of when they, I think they were having like Camp Com or Combo on the lawn, like in the football stadium oh, yeah. during COVID and someone took a video and I just felt the Holy Spirit say, like, you're going to go here. And I was like, okay, cool. So I applied, uh, like, the next day. And then a few days after that, I found out I got in. Nice. And that was that. Let's go. That's huge. Let's go. Yeah. So what about, like, RS and all that? Like, how did that fall through? Yeah. So my freshman year um, wasn't on leadership, nothing like that. And mm. then what I had been interested was hired that summer to be a CGL on East. And then all of a sudden we got this email saying, "Let's go." <laughs> I was actually gonna be at the square. Oh, Shout really? out my square That's girls, love them. Still east, still east. <laughs> That's the fake east, though. I guess. No, so. <laughs> but so then they like rolled out the huge announcement that the annex was gonna be open. Huh. Okay, gotcha. and I'm like, "Oh well, who would ever do that? Like, <laughs> it's not gonna be me, right?" right. And they were like, "Then an email came out to all the CGL saying, hey." this is what's going on, like, we need RSs, like, if you want to apply, here's the link. Mm-hmm. And I said, again, nope, not for me, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Second email comes out, I think, probably July, and they're like, hey, we still need more people. Mm-hmm. Felt the Lord, like, physically tug on my heart, and That's I was great. like, yeah. ah, okay. Nice. And so I filled it out, um, had an interview with my now shepherd and one of the guy chefs, and um, got hired. Five days later, came to training. There we go. Yeah. So you've been... Is this your first or second year? Second. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Let's go. 
Cool. RS's stand up. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Huge. RS gang. Yeah. Cool. I mean, again, Kristen, thank you so much for filling up the form. Yeah. And I guess transitioning into what this is all going to be about, um, right. the little form there. And um, I guess if you're seeing the title, we're going to be talking about modesty and identity. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm actually going to let you explain that. Like, what was that about? Um, yeah. It's something that you wanted to talk about. So explain to us, like, where did that come from? Like, the desire to talk about that. Um, I guess really where the topic came from or what the Lord has been teaching mm -hmm. you through that. If you want to, like, share it with us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so obviously, following the Lord and committing my life to Him in high school, being 17, my life looks a lot different now right. um, at 20. And so I was kind of on this journey of like reflecting on like what high school used to look like for me and stuff like that. And actually one of my really good friends came up to me and was like, hey, I'm thinking about maybe like not straightening like my hair for 40 days. And at the mm -hmm. time I was like, oh, like again, like not for me, like that's great for you, like kind of stuff like that. And um, so both of us have like naturally curly hair as I was yeah. telling you guys yesterday. And so it's kind of like, why do like, why would we ever like, do something like that. Right. I'm and from Florida. That is unheard of. <laughs> <laughs> Around there? Yeah. Uh -uh. Yeah, exactly. And so it's definitely a huge, like, cultural thing. Like, so many people, like, do it. And yeah. so um, I was like, well, what's your heart behind it? And she was like, well, you know, like, this is how I feel when I'm wearing my natural hair. Like, I'm more insecure. Like, I don't feel as worthy and stuff like that. Hmm. And, like, the more I thought about it, I was like, wow, like, you're so right. Like, I, like, I've fallen into that, too. Yeah. And so we committed to do it. And so it was just this whole process of like trusting in the Lord and like literally waking up every day and being like, Lord, I don't feel confident. I don't feel beautiful. Like, but this is who you've called me to be. This is who you say I am. Mm -hmm. And just saying that over myself. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's awesome. go. Yeah. So that, that's sick. So obviously like with all those kinds of things, it, it's very easy to um, like those are very uh, malleable, I guess, things like mm -hmm. anything that you're surrounded, like the people that you're surrounded by, uh, mm -hmm. like, you know, more specifically, like your faith. That mm -hmm. is something that is obviously going to like mold the way that you think about this mm -hmm. and all those things. So yeah. tell me how like maybe that's through, you know, uh, uh, your position as an RS or before that in high school or whatever it was. Um, like, how has your faith, like, kind of molded or shaped that opinion mm -hmm. on modesty and identity? Yeah, so the Lord has really shaped my view of modesty and identity through Scripture um, and time in prayer with Him. Yeah. Um, like, specifically going over Scripture, um, kind of what I was mentioning before with, like, the no straightening hair and stuff like that. Like, I really leaned on uh, Colossians 3.12. Um, just talking about like we are God's chosen people and like how we should clothe ourselves. Yeah. Um, the fruit of the spirit. I honestly just wanted to be a better steward of that. Mm -hmm. um, we are the light of the world. Yeah. Was I really acting like that with how I was dressing, mm -hmm. with the way that um, I was speaking, with my actions and kind of stuff like that? Um, First Peter three, three through four. Um, not taking it like in a literal sense because it's like don't wear gold jewelry kind sure, of stuff like right, that yeah. um but at the same time like getting the silver lining from that and being like yeah. my identity shouldn't be focused on what i look like and having my nails done and my hair done and all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. right yeah for sure and it's something interesting because even it kind of kind of came from the conversation that we're having yesterday which i thought it was really cool and i could kind of like see where that's coming from like your heart behind it and i think everything that we talk about here always comes from the understanding of like okay like what does that mean to us or like what does that really mean in terms of like being set apart with the lord and something that you said that really stood out to me was the idea that that comes from like a, a heart change 
comes from like a heart posture and stuff. Um, so what do you think that, because like I know a lot of people personally, and I can say that I was like that for a long time too, um, that I did a lot of things and it was just like, yeah, I know that I got to do these things and I should follow all these rules and stuff. But like deep down in my heart, it was just like, yeah, I'm just doing them. Um, so I actually wanted to, to ask you, like, how was that for you? Like that change of heart? Because I think it's a process for sure. Mm -hmm. Like you don't just change that fully. Right. But I do believe that those actions, like those changes that you can see in your life come from that heart change. So like if you want to talk to us about yeah. like how that was and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes it's really easy to fall into like the checklist mm -hmm. of Christianity of being like, oh, did I read my Bible today? Did I pray today? Yada, yada, yada. Right. And it's like, that's not fun. Like that's religion. <laughs> and like, that's yeah. not why Jesus came. Like we we're supposed to have a relationship with him. And so like the whole like conviction about like bikinis and stuff like that, I was like 17, 18 year old me. Like, and so mm -hmm. it's been a process. It's not like an overnight right. thing. And it's just been a continual like going to the Lord in prayer and being like, would you change my heart? Because this is what I believe is the truth. Like mm -hmm. leaning on scripture is saying like, um, going off of what the Holy Spirit has like spoken to me and being like, I know this is true. I know the way I'm acting, the way I'm dressing isn't reflecting that. So mm -hmm. would you please help me? Meet? Yeah. Because we can't like, that would fall under self-sufficiency and yeah. we can't meet that. For sure. No, that's good. I definitely think that like, all of those things within heart posture, like I said, can be so like, like uh, easily influenced, mm -hmm. and and so like to to actually make sure that we fall th like follow through with those good steps and like taking it seriously takes a lot of like, you know, like intentionality with all of those things, um, and I think that one thing uh, that like me personally that it like has helped me um, as far as like taking all those things to heart is just like my friends. And, like, the people that I'm around and, like, not even, like, it's it's just, it doesn't necessarily just have to be friends, but, like, just your general environment and the way that, like, you, you surround yourself. So, like, what, what are, like, some of the things that, like, you kind of surrounded yourself with in those times to, like, help it, like, be easier on you, I guess? Mm -hmm. Not being, like, pulled so many ways. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think in high school it was really hard because it was a very, like, secular school. Um, don't know of many Christians that went there. Um, and so I got really plugged into my youth group. Um, and nice. I really started, um, my family started going in this one church and me and my sister got plugged into the youth group there. The youth pastors just started, they took us under their wing and, um, the, the, uh, my youth pastor's wife was very kind, like she was discipling me and stuff like that and yeah. just walking through a really hard time with me. And, mm. um, she was an example to me because she was also dressing modestly. Um, mm. what I was talking about with like the whole straightening hair thing again, we had a whole group chat. Like it wasn't just me and her, it was like yeah. a whole group of girls and we would like send texts in the morning, be like, okay guys, like it's day, whatever. And I just want to encourage you with this scripture or you guys mm. are doing great or blah, 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 blah. Like before we started it, like we ran out to like Walmart and we all got like curly hair products and like we're so excited <laughs> together cool. and it was just yeah. like a group effort mm -hmm. that's nice. funny that's so cool that's dope that's nice so like I, I think like I said a, a lot of those things that can um, be so positive to you like take intentionality but there's also things that like we like when it comes to making those decisions there's certain things we have to look at and analyze like whether it's good for us in those kinds of situations um, like within identity uh, and I think a big one, like uh, a big topic or a big section of that is like stuff that has to do with your phone. So like mm. social media is like yeah. obviously one that everybody in our age like has to deal with and has to like make their own decisions. Like, how am I going to deal with this? Or like mm. it, it obviously affects us in all a certain way. 
it might affect Luan a different way than, not, it, than it affects me. Yeah. Same with you, Kristen. Like, mm-hmm. um, so as far as like social media, like how has that been, like how has that played a role into either the negative or positive part of mm-hmm. like this whole journey? Mm-hmm. I think there's definitely two different aspects, like negative and positive. So I'll touch on both of those. Got it. Um, so in high school, it was just like, all about the posting. It was like all about looking right. So then you could take the right mm-hmm. picture. You post at the right time. Mm-hmm. You get this amount of like likes. You right. get all the things, and it was just like so time consuming. And I came to a point where I was like, "This is not fulfilling at all. Like, yeah. what yeah. is what is the point of that?" And so um, you follow all these influencers and people that you don't know, and um, whether you like it or not, it's like you get influenced yeah. by the people that you're around, by the people like that you are like willingly like looking at on social mm-hmm. media. And so then there comes a whole aspect of comparison and, oh, she got this many likes and blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. And so, and that's when I was like really in my um, hair dyeing, full face and makeup kind of phase and like <laughs> all that kind of stuff. And so it was just for self-gratification like Mm -hmm. it was literally just to glorify myself right right. um so now i think it's so beautiful i try to use social media as a tool yeah to like promote what the lord's doing in my life what he has done and just to testify of his goodness right um and that looks like unfollowing Mm -hmm. which is so unpopular but it's like over the years i've just unfollowed 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 for whatever reason it's not even like i'm against these people or whatever it's just like oh i actually don't know you I don't like the influence you have over my life, kind of stuff like that. And then kind of like the positive aspect that I mentioned, it's like, yes, I still follow some people that I don't know, but at the same time, like they are married with children and they like have the life that I kind of hope to build, like with the Lord, kind of like how they dress and how they are just um, ministering and just like sharing with the younger generation, like that's their whole goal of their Instagram. Mm -hmm is to like help younger women like understand modesty and identity in the lord yeah i think that i think the thing that you said about like unfollowing Mm -hmm. like so i don't like i i mean i've been there so i get it but like it's so it's such like a sensitive thing like people like we won't even know people right Mm -hmm. like we'll barely know them from high school or like from around campus or like they're a mutual friend or whatever And it's, like, for some reason, so hard to, mm-hmm. to like, let go of that. And you're, like, why? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, and it might be different for certain people. But I don't know. I just find it funny, like, how we don't have any, like, honestly, mm-hmm. we don't care about these people, like, yeah. at all. Like, true. we care about people, but not for, like, them specifically. Mm-hmm. We don't, like, wake up thinking about how, like, how we can serve them. You know what I mean? It's just, like, it's just another person. And I think that uh, a lot of that just goes into, like, it plays into you. Like, you follow them because you want something from them mm-hmm. in return. That's good. You know what I mean? I feel like, and if you don't yeah. follow as many people, then not as many people are going to want to interact <laughs> with you. And it turns into, like, this, like, uh, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's, like, uh, unintentional, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. you're just searching for approval. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And I think it goes back to even, like, well, this episode is going to come out after. Yeah. So, like, what we talked about last week, like, right. social media and stuff like that, right? And I think we say this every single time we meet and we go into this little tangent because we love to talk about social media. Um, it's just the idea of like, why? Like, yeah. Why do you do what you do? Mm-hmm. And I think even goes to that, like, why do you have like that post up? Like, why did you post that picture? Like, why did you have to like share that part of your life? Why do you follow those people? Like, why do you like those photos? And it's really interesting how easy for us, like we, we get trapped into that mm-hmm. because like you said Zane, like the self-gratification that we that we feel right that, yeah. that we feel from it 
is really weird. It's really weird because, like, I don't know, like, well, not anymore, but before, because I had to create a new account after I graduated high school because <laughs> I did not want to have anything to do with those people anymore. Right, right, right. Um, But before, like, I, I, I followed some people that, like, I never spoke to. Mm-hmm. I have no idea why. Right. Like, I just, like, followed some random people and I liked some random things. And, and like, now I look back, like, it's weird because, mm-hmm. like, those people have no influence over my life. They have no say. Right. But just the fact that, like... Oh yeah, I'm watching what this guy's doing because like I want something that he has. Or right. I'm posting these things and these people follow me, so I hope they like what I'm posting. It's like really weird. It's a weird trap that we live in. Um, and it goes back to, like I said, the idea of like why you do what you do. Um, and I want to point it back to the question is like, so why? Like modesty. <laughs> yeah. Like what's the point behind it? Like wh- what does it matter? Like mm-hmm. if everybody else is doing the complete opposite, like for us. Um, because again, I want to clarify, this isn't just for women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think yeah. it's a misconception yeah. that a lot of people have. It goes both ways. But like, why? Like, mm-hmm. wh- what's the point behind it? Like, why should we like not have our identity found in those places? Like, mm. why? Yeah, why should I care? Yeah, you know, why should we care? Yeah, it's so important um, not to necessarily care because it's like to. I think to be modest is to glorify the Lord. It's one of the ways that we can worship Him. Um, and that's like modesty covers a whole like thing. It's mm-hmm. not even just like clothing. It's right. like your speech. It's how you're presenting yourself. It's how you like you're um, acting and stuff like that. And so I think that's just another form of worship that we can mm-hmm. have with the Lord. Um, yeah, I think it just gives him the credit and the glory of our lives. And um, when we are modest and when we choose to follow the Lord, I think it's just so beautiful because it's like we automatically are different than the world. Right. Mm. Yeah, I, I think, um, like, like there's so many different parts of modesty. But when I specifically think about the area within, like, like how you dress and those kinds of things, I think that one of the most attractive things to a Christian guy is, like, when they know a woman is beautiful, but, like, yet she chooses to present herself, like, in a modest mm. way within, she like, the way she dresses. I heard, a um, like, a pastor, like, uh, quote this one time he's like he's like clothing that like is a frame to your face like points to the beauty of God mm. but like clothing that is a frame to your body points to like the beauty of yourself wow. and it turns to, into and I was like dude that's, that's like yeah. actually very true and you know like it you know you can go down the path like yeah well you know guys will always have a reason to look at a girl sure that that's on them you know what I mean like mm-hmm. there's certain things like yeah but the point of it like the point of what I'm you know trying to get at is you know, I said, like, clothing that points to your face, but that could be, like, speech that is kind. Like, the way that you talk to people is kind. Uh, you know, the way that, like, you serve people, like, it, it, it sticks out. Like, those kinds of things. Like, those are things that frame, like, the beauty of God hmm. and not, like, yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah. So, like, what do you think is the main or what what do you have to say about, like, distinguishing the difference within modesty of, like, what you wear versus like your actual like persona yeah. and like who mm-hmm. you are as a person mm-hmm. yeah i would say there's definitely a difference um and it's so important to like identify the reason why you're doing what you're doing and mm-hmm. that goes for like literally anything in life like yeah. it's like why am i posting on social media why am i dressing the way that i'm dressing why am i hanging out with the friends that i'm hanging out with um and just making it like not your entire identity because your identity should be found in the Lord. It should be Mm -hmm. like, he should be the firm foundation and that should just be an extra, like that's an add on because Mm -hmm. you are following the Lord. Right. Yeah. No, that's good. I like that. That's huge. And I think going back to to what we were saying, like I think those 
<clears throat> those little changes really come from that place of like a changed heart. Um, I don't know, I can say that like from anything. It doesn't have to be just the way that you dress, the way that you talk. I think like when you finally understand that you no longer need to do those things to yeah. have like approval of people. You don't, like, need to, especially, like, you know, um, girls and stuff, like, you don't need to dress that way for a guy to like you. Because mm-hmm. if you really liked you, <laughs> you wouldn't right. have to do that. Exactly. If you really cared about you, you wouldn't have to, like, you know, give him your body. Like, that just mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. Right. And I think when we have that understanding of, like, yeah, like, my worth is found in the Lord. Like, I know what the Lord says about me. Mm-hmm. I know, like, that my identity is, like, solid in Him. And, like, the way that I look doesn't change that. Yeah. I think everything else you do stemming from that is just so pure, mm. just so good. Um, yeah, that's all I have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good. Um, so what do you think about um, Christian? What do you think about um, just like how modesty, you know, it doesn't just affect us, but affects the people around us too, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think, you know, whether you're a guy or girl, whatever it is, um, and within the different areas of modesty and identity, like who you're around is going to affect right your own and mm-hmm. then you know the people that you're around like you're going to affect them right so within like relationships or friendships like whether i don't know that could be romantic relationship uh, a friendly relationship whatever it is peer-to-peer um how does it like h- how do you deal with the complication of like well i want to pursue being more modest and in, in, in every way but my friends necessar- like aren't necessarily pursuing that, and they don't mm-hmm. care as much, and they don't have the same uh, desire to like honor God in that way. Like, mm-hmm. how do you deal with that? Yeah, I think it just goes down to like the level of friendships, mm-hmm. um, and just like being very aware of your surroundings and the people that are around you. Like, um, I can't say that I have any friends that are um, like that, but right. if I did, um, it would be more so of like understanding that I feel so strongly about this that I want to lead by example Mm -hmm. that this is how I feel like the Lord has called me to live my life and so I'm going to do that so I can honor and glorify him and then hopefully by example as people see as people do so hopefully um they would just open their eyes to the Holy Spirit to and their ears just to receive that from him as well Mm -hmm. right yeah and I think even like as you pursue that like how important it is like you mentioned right like when you're on a little journey with like not straightening your hair anymore and stuff like how important it is to have people that like back you up right because yeah. a lot of times you can try hardest but, like if you're always surrounded by people who like couldn't care less about your values your principles mm-hmm. and stuff like it's pretty much just doing that stuff on your own mm-hmm. um so like i guess i wanted to touch on the aspect of like accountability and stuff mm-hmm. like how does that help yeah. In terms of, like, making sure that you're, like, on the right track. To have people that, like, not only have your back, that, but, like, keep you accountable. Like, mm-hmm. hey, like, you know that you shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, how, how does that play a role? Yeah, for sure. I'll be honest. It was, like, so hard because yeah. my birthday was in that, like, 40-day window, too. And I was like, I really wanted to do my hair for my birthday. Yeah. I also happened wow. to be in Sweden um, nice. on a mission trip. Yeah, it nice. was incredible. That's so cool. <laughs> um, but I was like, oh, I would love to, like, do my hair blah 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 blah, whatever and so it was like it was hard and some days i'd like text that little group chat and be like guys like i picked up the straightener this morning (laughs) and i was so close but they'd be like hey like remember that's not why you're doing it Mm. all that kind of stuff um yeah accountability it's important it's so important Mm -hmm. um yeah i think but to be accountable and held accountable you have to open up you have to be in community in order to have that um and you have to like open up pretty deep you know what i mean right. and it's like it you can't get by with the surface level stuff you gotta gotta yeah. go deep yeah, yeah. I, I 
And I like that, like, the example that you use is, like, kind of straight, like, straightening your hair. Because I feel like most people is, like, you know, when they think of modesty, it's like, it's like, oh, I just, I just can't stop dressing half naked. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) for some, like, you know, that's, like, what people think of is, like, modesty is just, like, like, how much you show your body. But Mm -hmm. I think it's, like, I love to see how a, a situation that some people might deem, like, just, you know, like, irrelevant or, like, like, why right. does that matter? Like, how you take that seriously and you actually mm-hmm. see that through, like, a lens of, like, no, this, like, this matters and I need to, like, get mm-hmm. to the root of this. Because, sure, yes, whether somebody sees my hair, you know, straight or curly doesn't matter. Like, it's not about them. It's about, like, me and my heart and, mm-hmm. like, me and God. So, like, I need to analyze, like, okay, why do I think this? Because, you know, that can bleed into other areas of your life, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it can just make it, like, harder in so many yeah. ways for you. Um, but yeah, just like, I don't know, I, I, I think it's so interesting how we can just push off certain things and other things mm-hmm. just like aren't as important. Yeah. And so like, I don't know, maybe what would you have to say about like somebody that is, is dealing with an issue that they think is like not important just because it's, it's not one that most people would deal mm. with or isn't like culturally like serious to deal with. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think the first thing that kind of came to my mind when you asked that was we're not like identical we're not supposed to be identical like we were created so uniquely by god like our all of our fingerprints are different like our dna is different you know what i mean and so i think with that it's like well what part of following jesus is supposed to look the same Mm -hmm. and so it's like yeah there have been many times where i've shared like about my modesty journey girls are like yeah, that's that's great for you. And I'm right. like, hey, thanks. Right. Things like this is what I feel yeah. called to do. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to be obedient in that. And they don't see an issue with it. And yeah. so, like, I mean, maybe the Lord will convict them of that later on. Or maybe yeah. that's something yeah. that they're not supposed to go through. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I'm not supposed to be the judge. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just supposed to be here, humble servant, following the Lord, yeah. making disciples, all of that. And yet, let the Lord be the judge. Right. And I love that you say that. I think it's interesting because, like, the Lord is very specific. Not specific. That's not the word I'm looking for. <laughs> but I think he's, like, a God of details is my, my where I'm trying to get to. Because, like, I think it's great. And I think, like, living with Zane is a clear sign of that. Because, like, the things that he deals with are very different than what I deal with. Right. Things that he seems as a problem, not necessarily are problems for me. Mm. But it doesn't matter. Like, I'm going to respect the way that he's going through that. I'm going to help him through that journey that he's going through. And it's just, like, super interesting because, like, I know the things in my life that are small that are really not a big deal. Like, it's it's really not a big deal. But I feel the Lord showing me, like, hey, why do you do that? And like you were saying, I wanted to touch into it, but, like, I didn't want to cut you off. It's just, like, getting to the root Mm -hmm. of the thing. And, like, that's what I mean by, like, God is a God of details because, like, he cares about the root. Right. He doesn't care about everything else because everything else you can discover, you just take, you know, get rid of it. But eventually, something else is going to come up. Right. Eventually, in a different way, something is going to grow, something's going to come out of it. And it's really, really interesting. And, like, I think it's something that I love they touched on it because, like, we need to start recognizing and having time to, like, see the root of, like, the things that we do. Mm-hmm. Like, getting to the place of, like, yeah, this is all great. It might not be sin. Because, like, straightening your hair is not a sin. No, no, it's, it's not. It's all fine. Right. But there's something there that's kind of, like, coming in between you and living in a way that God wants you to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think that's really, really cool. I've been thinking a lot about that lately. And I love mm. that you... I love that we're talking about this because it's, like, <laughs> very convicting in a way. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, 
You want to talk about that? I think you're like a good guy to talk about that stuff. I think <laughs> I was I was actually actually kind of thought of like a, a very similar like situation to what you like had with like your hair and all that. This is kind of funny to like, but it's just true. Yeah. Um, like for me, um, naturally, like I feel better about myself when I get like a fresh cut. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, mean <laughs> I just think like as a guy, yeah. that's just like, oh, I got that face. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, how's yeah. your wife? How's your kids? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I think that I think that's true. something that like man when he gets a fade. Man. Yeah, that's yeah. Crazy. Like, I'll be I'll be like talking to like uh, like my girlfriend or whatever, and she'll be like like, oh, you look handsome. I'll be like, I need a haircut. You know what I mean? It's like I can't even I can't even take the compliment because I'm like, bro, I look homeless right now. Like, I need a haircut. Yeah. Um, and then, like, another thing is, like, very similar. It's, like, shaving my face. Like, I have a thing to where, like, I don't care as much about it. It's, like, not a huge deal. But, like, naturally, like, when I shave my face, I'm, like, thank God I did that. Because yeah. before, I was, it was, it was, getting, I was mm-hmm. getting down there. You know what I mean? Um, and I feel like that's something that is, like, one of those things in my own life where I'm kind of, like, I kind of need to watch that in a way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it seems kind of stupid and, like, sure, everybody's going to feel better about getting a haircut. Yeah. Like, you paid money for it. You should be feeling somewhat better, <laughs> yeah. you know? Um, but it's just, like, why do I feel, like, uglier, I Dude, guess? That's legit, yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I guess it's, like, I don't know. Because as a guy, like, I still don't really, like, care. Like, I, I think it's I think it's easier uh, mm-hmm. For girls to kind of get in that way, but like guys, but I get insecure. Like I- I'm just gonna Dude, say that yeah. I'm not saying I don't get insecure. I'm not saying I don't care. I'm just saying it's easier for me to like kind of brush that off, I guess, mm-hmm. because um, I-, I guess the standards are not as rigorous for guys in our yeah. society. I feel like for totally women, yeah. just the standards are just like way higher, and it's very unfair in certain ways. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's just one of those things where yeah. I'm like, dude, like, dude. <laughs> You know, Dude, it's good. crazy. Why do I need to cut? It's every crazy day? how to say that because, like, now it just made me think of it. We're all talking about hair. Yeah. So, long story short, for those that don't know, I had to get a buzz cut like a month ago. <laughs> My <laughs> life. Voluntary. Was, all right, that is not true. All right, <laughs> voluntary. I went to get a haircut. <laughs> it was actually Zane's barber. All right, listen, listen. All right, Chuck, if you hear this, bro. I don't know. If, right, listen, this man gives the absolute nastiest fades of all time. It's like actually he, really good. Like yeah. he's actually goaded. Yeah. But it's just with Luan's hair. It yeah, was my hair different. Because like, like I had long hair. Right. So I was coming off of a long hair, and I was like, "Hey, don't touch my hair at right. all. Exactly. Just yeah. give me like a taper fade on the side. That's it. All right. Great. I go in. I'm trusting this guy. We're talking. When he shows me the haircut, my heart just drops. <laughs> I was like, "What the crap happened <laughs> to my you, hair?" When you turned around to the yeah. mirror, I was I was so sad, and like he was super nice. Like Chuck, you're you're a guy, man. You're you're a dog. But anyways, so he finishes getting uh, giving me a haircut. I'm super sad. I act like it wasn't a big deal. I walk back to the dorm. I see myself. First thing you say to me is like, Zane was like, uh, "You look different." So that did it for me. I was like, because they knew I was going to get a haircut. So like, that was me. I was like, no. That's all me. So I'm talking to my friends and stuff. And then I'm like, dude, I, I can't. Like the haircut was like all like uneven. It was really bad. So then I call Eric over. He buzzes my hair. And I'm like, what happened? Yeah. And it's really funny because like for that whole like process, dude, like I hated it. Yeah. Like I, I went to the store to get like hats because uh. <laughs> it was so bad. But, like, it's really funny how, like, that really messed me up. And it's, like, so small. Like, I just got a buzz cut. Like, yeah. who cares? And I was actually, like, really thinking about getting a haircut before that. I just never had the courage. Um, so I did it. 
But it was like, dude, the way that I would talk to people changed. The way that I saw myself every morning was so sad. Because, like, naturally with the long hair. Like sleep with a yeah. hat on. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's too much. But I would wake up in the morning usually with the long hair. And I yeah, had to, like, yeah. you know, like, move it to the side a little bit. All right, all right. And I will go to the bathroom. I was like, it's the same as yesterday. <laughs> Nothing has changed. Oh. And it was really sad. And, like, now that we're talking about this, it's, it's really crazy how, like, our confident, confidence really comes from, like, those things that really, like, shouldn't matter. Yeah. You know? And I, I think, like, the Lord was, I think the Lord kind of, like, told Chuck to mess my hair up, though. Because, like, it was a really good time. It, like, it was a really good moment that, like, my heart was being, like, shaped. And it sounds so stupid. Like, yeah, buzz cut changed my heart. But, like, that, that's the truth. <laughs> like, I was going through a process that it was, like, dang, like, I really put so much confidence, like, in, in that, you know, like, yeah. the way that I looked. Because, like, bro, I used to get so many compliments at the hair, bro. It was bro, so I'm nice. Just saying, yeah, um, but, flow. yeah, it was awesome. But, you know, like, coming from that, I'm like, who cares? You know what yeah. I mean? Um, and I think it's really, really cool and, like, how, how you're saying, Chris, and, like, fa- having our identity, like, found in the Lord. Like, it's really cool and, like, those little things, like, show it. Those little mm-hmm. things show, like, where we're lacking. Like, like not having a, the hair that I had before. Like, mm-hmm. really showed me that, like, whenever I was talking to people, I wasn't necessarily, like, relying on the Lord and, like, what He has put in my life and, and the, the wisdom that He's given me in certain situations. Like, I was just, like, relying on myself. Yeah. And, like, it took that to kind of expose it, which is really, really funny. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's so funny. I, th- I think, like, everybody kind of has their own thing, mm-hmm. you know, that they think of. Whether it's, like, I don't know, clothing or possessions yeah. or, like, friend group or whatever. Um yeah, dude, it's real. Like, guys and girls, it's different for, you know, it's different for us. But yeah. I think, like, the principle can, like, there is at least one spot in, like, everybody's life where, like, that principle can kind of apply, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, like, I guess one thing that would be helpful, like, within those circumstances that, like, I mean, it seems like we each, you know, are can implement um, yeah. is, like, boundaries with ourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, boundaries as in, you know, whether when I notice something, like, when, when I notice that I'm feeling that way, like, why am I feeling that way? Mm-hmm. Um, or just, like, I, I guess, I don't know, boundaries can be kind of different for people. It's kind mm-hmm. of a broad thing, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's not necessarily, like, a, a, a one-stop thing or, like, a one uh, option. Um, so it can be different for everybody. But, like, maybe within your journey, Kristen, like... Mm-hmm. What is, or what have been, I guess, like, boundaries that have helped you within uh, um, analyzing that and, and using it in, like, uh, uh, I guess, um, what's the word? I guess, I don't know, just 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 giving it to God in that way mm-hmm. and making it honorable to Him. That's mm-hmm. what I was trying to That's say. Good. Yeah. I think it's very easy to overlook, like, the root of everything. Yeah. It's our thoughts. And so I think one of the biggest things was, like, the Lord, like, actively renewing my mind. And so... Um, last year, my little Jeep, R.I.P. Janice. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Bad times. Um, <laughs> but I would write, like, these little index cards, and I would, like, stick them all over my car. And so oh. whenever I'd be driving, it would be, like, I think Ephesians six eighteen was on the wheel, like, praying for others. And then it's, like, when I would flip down the mirror, there would be, um, I think, First Peter 3, and then it would be, like, Colossians three twelve on the other one, and so it'd be just, like, constant reminders of mm-hmm. just being, like, Lord, like, help me meditate on your word. Like, I'm help sorry. me. It's okay, it's okay. I'm sorry. I just thought about, like, I just thought about, like, putting them on, like, your side views. <laughs> <laughs> like, your mirror view mirror. Come on, man. Absolutely blind. <laughs> 
My bad, bro. My bad. Keep going. That's on me. My no, bad. it's good. It's good. I have to. Oh, that's so funny. But no, like really just like renewing your mind and just like coming to the root of it of like mm-hmm. it's at your thought. Like it, that's where it starts. Yeah. It's like before mm-hmm. it's an action, it's a thought. So and good. so really just like asking the Lord. I think we were talking about Romans 12 too yesterday, just yeah. like renewing the yeah. mind and stuff like that. It's It's so important because it's like what we think shapes how we act shapes like our view on other people relationships all the things yeah that's so good that's good and i think i just pulled it up because it made me think of it um it's ephesians 4 27 mm. says like can do not give the devil a foothold mm-hmm. and i think that's like the major way and mm-hmm. i can say that for myself i'm very like analytical with things i love to think about things before i do anything mm-hmm. which sometimes it's a bad thing um but through that like my thoughts go crazy and then from like a small little thought and like okay and then the next thing I know, it's like that thing has become such a huge thing. And I think, like you're saying, it's so crucial. And I think um, when we had a time with JJ, mm-hmm. he talked about this, the idea of like meditating on the word. Yeah. Like what is it that you're feeding your mind? Like, mm-hmm. which is why Instagram is such a huge thing. Like right. you're feeding those things like to your soul, like all the time. Like that's what you're meditating on. And then you forget about like the truths. I had a moment this morning that I was just doing that. Like I was feeling a little weird about some things probably because of this happens sometimes mm. when we like record yeah. a podcast and i was just, like feeling very like i don't know off so i was like mm. sitting with my bible and stuff I had some time and i was just like reading through like psalms and like i have like highlighted a lot of like different things that like the lord has said right mm-hmm. about himself mm-hmm. and like i was just like being reminded of that truth and i'm like huh how often like do i just forget about those things how often yeah. do i not take time to so, like actually like feed myself things that mm-hmm. are helpful yeah. things that are healthy having like a a healthy like mental diet is huge mm-hmm. and i don't think we do that enough so mm-hmm. yeah yeah what's the uh what's the verse it's um it's above all else guard your heart for everything you do for uh mm, proverbs 423 yeah proverbs four. Four. yeah oh, got it i knew it was, i thought it was in proverbs <laughs> i don't know bro yeah, y'all, y'all are better than me with the, with the yeah you know what i'm saying but um yeah no i think that's another one that's like great for that um mm-hmm. but yeah, just, like, the renewal of your mind and, like, just day by day. Like, meditating on the yeah. Word is, like, I mean, it's the truth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, a, mm-hmm. the only way to, like, the only way to know that something is false is by, like, knowing what the truth is. You yeah. know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you can't make up truth. Mm-hmm. Like, that is very unpopular right. in our culture today. Like, you cannot make up your own truth about modesty or identity. You cannot mm-hmm. make up your own truth about anything. Um but you can only realize that when you actually go to the truth. Like, yeah. the truth. There is not really good. the truths. It's not plural. It's mm-hmm. singular. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Um, and so I think every day, like, you know, and, and if, if modesty is a problem for you, then, you know, I think there are certain passages or, or books in the Bible that may be better for that. You know, you don't have to, like, start in Genesis or something. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. whatever is best for you, I think, I mean, we have, like, so many resources. We can look up, like, ver- Bible verses about modesty. And then yeah. you can literally just start, like, memorizing those and internalizing those and not even have to read, like, that entire book of the Bible. You could be somewhere else in the Bible reading. Mm-hmm. But then you're internalizing those ones that specifically, like, apply to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I think, you know, we there's there's we can, we, make, we can make time for anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. If we want to, we can make time. And I think that making time to, like, meditate on that word day and night, um, whether it's 15 minutes in the morning, like, and you're good to go and you pray, whatever – then that's what it is, you know what I mean? But start mm-hmm. somewhere, I guess, at least. Yeah, for sure. Um, we definitely, I feel like we talked about this way more in a different episode. We always um, kind of talk about Oh, this. it was, um, it was like, 
Uh, it was the one that I think I had to do with. Uh, oh, it was the transitioning. In, mm, yeah, yeah, sure. That one. Yeah, yeah. I think that was like. Who cares? Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah. So, what do you think? Uh, what do you think are like boundaries within like relationships, though, with people? Like mm. not just within yourself, but like within others. Um, maybe that's like I see. You know, I see somebody else that's affecting my. Uh, you know, my my relationship with modesty and those kinds of things. Like, how do I? you know, talk, like, deal with that kind of person, or if it's the opposite way, like, mm. if somebody comes to me, and they're like, hey, you're not helping mm. me, like, how do they deal with that, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, I think it all goes back to just making sure that you have a relationship with a person that you're going to talk to, mm. like, I think it becomes a problem when it's just a random girl on the sidewalk, and you're like, hey, like, you shouldn't be showing that much skin or blah, 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 blah. It's mm. like, who, like, you don't have the right, you don't have yeah. that authority in mm. their life to say that. And so I think growing in relationship um, and just in friendship or even, like, romantically, if it's boyfriend, girlfriend, like, making sure you have that, like, foundation before it's like, yeah. hey, I don't think, like, you should present yourself that way and just, like, really come at it with truth after, like, processing it with the Lord because it's like, who knows like they may have had something in their past yeah that has affected this and maybe they like the attention that they get from dressing like that or mm-hmm. something like that like, like roots like right. there's so many roots and they like they're deep mm-hmm. and so yeah i think just really making sure you have the right to say something yeah yeah, yeah and there's kind of this um this quote that we kind of wanted to throw in here but <laughs> um and this doesn't. This can be within you know how you dress, within popularity, within your friend group, whatever. Uh, the quote is um, it's from a pastor. I don't know who it is. All these pastors just claim are it. Just, are just not <laughs> Start claiming it. Credit, bro. I'm sorry. Um, anyways, the the quote is modest is not hottest, but it's better. Amen. Um, I actually hold on. I think I do know who it is. Low key thing is Jonas McLuhan. It's not. It's not. Really? It's mm-hmm. it's his. Uh, Love him though. From the porch. It's mm. another guy. Oh. David Marvin. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's David Marvin. Okay, Larry. Yeah. I think it's the first guy we give credit to all throughout. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so, so sorry. So many. Quotes. Paul Washer's in there. JP's in there. I threw some Craig Rochelle last. Episode. Craig Rochelle's yeah. in there. Um, all the classics. Yeah. <laughs> Tim Ross is in there probably. Yeah, we got so many. Um, all right, anyways. Anyways, carry on. yeah, modest is hottest, but it's not better. And it's like, well, what does that mean? It's like, well, I mean, a guy that's walking around and, and sees a woman, like, if she is popular, like, cares about, like, her perception, whatever, and all those things, and she doesn't, like, dress modestly, like, there's probably a chance if it's not the kind of, like, the right guy, he's going to find that more attractive. Mm. Like, to the girl that is like, doing her best to, like, honor the Lord and always mm-hmm. within modesty and identity, like, the world will not find you, like, as attractive in that way. Mm-hmm. But the good thing is that, like, they'll end up finding you attractive in the ways that matter more. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, like, you don't, like, I, I feel like it, it can be discouraging to girls and all those kinds of things. Um, <clears throat> like, I feel like this for my girlfriend, like, sometimes is that, uh, you know, like, we'll be walking around whatever together and then she'll see, like, we'll walk by a group of girls and, like, they're just dressed horrible, right? Mm. And, like, they look beautiful, right? Like, they're women, they're made beautiful, and God's, like, they look beautiful, right? And and in her head, like, it, it like things can start to come in the mind of, like, well, dang, like, am I not going to be as attractive because I can't dress that way? Mm-hmm. Like, those little lies just start mm-hmm. to seep in, and, like, you know, we both know, like, what's bad, like, the, the truth and, and what's not the truth, but at the same time, it's, like, that can be discouraging at sometimes. Yeah. Like to to guys, 
like you know the guys that are just like absolutely yoked like <laughs> have, you know like have every single girl on their roster like i mean whatever it, it's like dang i'm not i probably don't you know i'm probably not attractive in that way but like if you are honoring the lord in all of your ways like mm-hmm. the right kind of people will find you attractive in the way that matters yeah and so, like, when you combine both of those, like, when an, the right person finds you attractive in the right ways, like, that's when you'll find, like, great friendships, like, mm-hmm. great friendships, mm-hmm. great relationships, great, like, whatever it is. Um, and so I think, like, yeah, it all goes from that quote. But I think that's just, like, encouragement to the to the people that feel like, mm-hmm. well, if I'm modest, how am I going to, you know, fit yeah. in? You probably won't fit in. And mm-hmm. that's, <clears throat> yeah. If you don't fit in as a Christian, you're probably doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and so, yeah, I just thought, I don't know, that was kind of, like, random, but it, yeah. No, that is true, and I think since we're talking about, like, relationships, it's, like, a lot of times you, you, like, I know a lot of people that they got into, like, relationships, and they thought it was going to be great. Later on, they're, like, they don't treat me well. I'm, like, well, they never treated you well. Right. You just, you know, that's what you were looking for, and therefore you found it. Um, and I think, like, when you start looking... I like looking, that. I like that. They never treated you well. Mm. It's facts. Yeah, right? I like that. So it's just a, a matter of, like, yeah, like, that's what you offered. Right. And they mm. fell for what you offered. Therefore, don't be mad. They expect you to be like that all throughout. Right. Um, and I think it's really crucial, because, like, if you're looking for the right things, like, I know a lot of guys, they're like, oh, I can never find a, a woman, man. I can never find, like, a, a good Christian girl. I'm like, yeah, because you're not looking for the right stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. There are a lot of really good girls around here. Bro, we're at Liberty University. Right, Like, bro. where else are you going to find? You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Um, what, a time, you, what a time to be alive. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and the reason why you don't find it is because, like, you're looking for the girls you see on Instagram. You're not going to find it. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really crazy because, like, that, to me, was a shift. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact that for you was a shift. Yeah. And for you, probably was mm-hmm. it for, for you too, right, Kristen? Like, must have been a shift too. Because, like, when you start looking for the right things, you're, like, actually analyzing things by what matters. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's harder, but like you said, it's better. Because mm-hmm. you're actually going to find stuff that lasts. You're going to find yeah. things that, like, build you up and not just, like, make right. you feel like mm-hmm. crap because maybe you don't look like the other people. Right. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. like, if you don't want to, if you don't want to clown, don't go looking at the circus. You know what yep. I mean? Like, it's just, <laughs> yep. it's just how it true. works. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, yeah. yeah. I think as much as there's things out there that you don't want, there mm-hmm. are, like, as much as that you do want. Yes. And I think it is harder to mm-hmm. find, like, girls who, like, will dress modestly and stuff like that. I mean, we're so blessed to be at Liberty and, right. like, that's right. not yeah. too much of a problem here, but... Um, in the sense of like it's almost even more rewarding once Mm. the lord gives you those friends because you know like what you've come from you know like what you haven't had and so then when you have it it, like yeah Mm -hmm. it just it brings those friendships to a whole different level yeah that's really good like i think when we see like once we once we taste like the goodness of like what we actually want in in those kinds of relationships and those kinds of things um once we come across the old like desires and things like that like you know as like a man of god like when we come across like you know the the lustful desires of this world like our human nature wants to run away from god and choose that Mm -hmm. but it's not the same anymore yeah you know what i mean like like you can choose that but it won't be the same like it'll make you nauseous like it'll just like you know what i mean yeah and i think it's like I don't know why this like little quote just came into my head. Probably mine. I think I made this one up. <laughs> um, so I take the credit. It's like you never really know what you want until you really know what you need. 
Yeah. Mm. And like, sure, you're never gonna know what it means. So like, I'm applying to this like, I guess, in two relationships, but applies everywhere. Mm. Like, you don't know the kind of woman that you want until you know the kind of woman that you need. Yeah. You don't know the kind of friends that you want until you know the kind of friends that you need. Like, before you can be going to like parties and stuff, and, like looking for those friends that are like so cool. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like you feel empty. You feel like no one knows you. Why? Because you're you don't know exactly what you need. You need those guys that are gonna call you out. Right. Those guys are going to keep you accountable. Mm. So until you understand, going back to like going to scripture, to what the Lord says that you need, right? And so right. he tells you like the kind of friends you should hang around. Like until you know what you really, really need is when you're shaped, like you're shaping those desires. Like you shape what you want and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And yeah, I think it goes both ways. It goes like relationships, like romantic relationships, friendships. And yeah. I don't know. That just came to my mind. Yeah, I think taking it even back to social media and, like, having those relationships, Mm -hmm. I find it's so much harder. Like, in high school, I would create posts just to post and be Mm -hmm. like, okay, this is what the Lord's teaching me. And then as soon as I'd post it, it was like, okay, a check mark. Mm -hmm. And it was like, I wouldn't want to share that with those people that I was in community with. And so I think it's so important, like, limiting use on social media. And this might be a hot take, but I don't think you're going to find your dream guy on Snapchat. You know what I mean? And so, like, having... Dating apps, bro. Straight (laughs) dating apps, bro. That's what it is, yeah. uh, That's that's what they turn into to me, in my opinion. Yeah. They're just dating apps now, like, pretty much. Not all of it, but a good portion. Yeah. 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 Um, Just what Luan was was saying kind of reminded me of... uh, It was Psalm 37.4. Okay. Mm. Um, It's delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. And so, like, I think people, when they hear that, it's like, ooh... Like, ooh, the desires in my heart? Like, I got a lot of desires, you know what I mean? Um, but, like, I, I think the beauty of, like, what Luan was saying and how it relates to that is, like, when you submit to the Lord, like, when he said he was talking about you don't know the woman you want until you know the woman that you need, like, God's going to show you, like, what you need. And, yeah, and day by day, like, by submitting to him, he will change the desires of your heart to be, like, the desires of his heart. Come on. Mm-hmm. So, like, what he wants for you, you'll want for yourself over time, mm-hmm. right? It might not be immediately. But once you, like, actually put that into practice, like, day by day, it's like, you know what? I don't want what I wanted anymore. Like, God gave me this, but if he gave me this a year ago, I wouldn't have wanted it. Right? That's my life. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, but, yeah, that was just, that popped into my head. So yeah, that's really I thought good. I would mention it. But that's yeah. really good. Yeah, so, um, sorry about that. A little distracted. Um, but, yeah, so, like, maybe what are some, uh, I guess, you know, as we get closer to the end, uh, what are like some practical steps that because you know I, I think people that you know listen to like podcasts like this always you know, I think it's dumb if like they don't really get Anything. a way to implement it yeah. mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah. so um, maybe just ways that you found in, in your own life um, you know maybe just you know it could be talking specifically to girls doesn't matter whatever it is um, like practical steps that you've implemented in your life that have helped you uh, to walk it out better. Yeah, I think, I mean, we've already mentioned a lot of them, um, but really just renewing your mind, Mm. like seeking the Lord in prayer, seeking godly friendships, um, going to his word, meditating on it, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think being in college, a lot of us hope to be married and have kids and all that when we get out of here. Right. And I think for me, it was like such a huge realization. It's like, if I'm struggling with this now, like I would never want my future daughters to like struggle with this you know what I mean like it is such a consuming thing to struggle with um kind of as we were talking the Lord um just showed me like 
we might be living life like if we like struggle with this like we might be living life but like this is not the abundant life that he has called us to mm-hmm. and so like kind of wanting to fix that now so that even though like i'm 100 percent single nowhere close to marriage it's like right. even like just as his daughter that i can walk in full freedom and walk in full confidence knowing that my identity is in him and then hopefully like when i'm married and then have my kids like they won't like this won't be something that they right. have to struggle with mm-hmm. that's so good yeah, I think it's so important to like uh, to to remember that like we need to like we need to analyze these things and once we do like to do our absolute best to fix them now mm-hmm. rather than later because like mm-hmm. you were talking about like if you don't fix them now and you just keep waiting like this is something that can affect ultimately like your kids or like mm-hmm. your marriage mm-hmm. things like that and it can bleed into those other areas of your life that you never thought it would mm-hmm. because like you didn't I guess you know some people might have known of it but just ignored it others just may have never like took the intentionality to analyze like what is it that is you know that i'm that i'm deceiving myself about like Mm -hmm. what is it that is not being made clear um and so yeah i think the importance of dealing with those things now is so important but that might be harder to do for some people because they might feel like they they can only do that on their own Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because they don't have people that will support them and all those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, so I think one thing that is very important that ties into this, like once you start your journey, I think literally the next step is to find like a group of people that are going to mm-hmm. be there to support you. Yeah. So like, what do you have to say about that? Yeah, I think honestly, like asking the question, like going to your girls, going to the guys being like, hey, like this is something that the Lord's been speaking to me. Like, I want to try to do this. Like nine times out of ten at least someone else in the group has already been thinking that and they want to also do that and they want to take this next step to like follow the lord even deeper and so then not only is it a mutual agreement but then it invites just so many people around them and it's like who knows maybe they're in a leadership position and so they have so much influence over the girls on their hall the guys on their hall or just like people in class or stuff like that and it just like trickles down and it's like i think sometimes we take for granted how much influence we really have yeah and so kind of just fixing it now and just inviting people in is the mm-hmm. way to go. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. And, 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 you know, as far as like analyzing, I think just asking the Lord for like clarity and wisdom mm-hmm. being like, God, like, I know I'm a sinner. I know I'm just naturally like I, I have a sin nature and there's so many things that come with that. And like, God, like, just please make clear to me anyways that mm-hmm. that I am deceiving myself or that I am being led astray or that anyways I am ignoring you or going away from you like I think once we stop hiding from God we can stop hiding mm-hmm. from ourselves yeah right um and so yeah like once you stop hiding from yourself then you can stop hiding from other people and bring that in and mm-hmm. that's where you can find like healing yeah. and all those kinds of things mm-hmm. um yeah. yeah yeah no that's really good I think the main part is just that like having people man Mm-hmm. Um, I can say that for myself. For the huge, like, for a huge portion of my life, I just, like, never let that happen. Yeah. Because I've always been very, like, I can do this on my own. I got it. Like, I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And never allowed anybody in. And, like, I would always start off really well. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I guess I'm determined enough. Like, I, I got it on lock. I'll do it. But after, like, that first week, though, <laughs> things start getting hard and, mm-hmm. like, yeah. I give up a little bit. Like, you know, um, there's a saying that people say, like, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go farther, go mm. together. Kind yeah. Of thing. Um, and I think this is real for, like, even this. Like, if you really want to make this last, like, mm. don't do it by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, because maybe it will start off really well by yourself, but 
the chances of you actually finishing strong are so slim. Um, so having people that that you trust, because at the end of the day, like this is really scary. Like opening up your heart to people is like scary because you never yeah. know what the outcome is going to be. Mm-hmm. You don't know how they're going to respond and respect your heart. Um, so it's scary, but like when you find those people that you trust and you're actually like relying on them as you rely on the Lord together to yeah, go right. far. Mm-hmm. I think there is a lot of power in that and a lot of wisdom too because then you're not just like doing everything on your own. So yeah, find a group. Yeah, I think that one thing that um, is like almost, almost like a, a foundational principle to like everything we talk about um, is episode three, which is like just about friends and peers mm-hmm. and all those kinds of things. Um, so much of what we say goes back to like who you hang around Um, and so like if you haven't heard episode three I think that's like just a great like resource of how um, just like digging deeper into all those kinds of areas like of you know accountability friends sin Mm -hmm. patterns all those kinds of things Um, but yeah I think that's something that is definitely beneficial if you're still having questions after this episode for sure but yeah yeah Kristen anything else I think that's all I got dope that's good that's (laughs) all I got too well, guys, as you heard in the beginning, um, Kristen uh, was able, you know, we were able to meet together and actually do this because she filled out the guest interest form, yes. which you can find in our Instagram bio. Um, I forget our Instagram every single every time single because time. I'm an absolute L. I mean, um, you don't have Instagram, so, like, I'll yeah. give you that grace. Sure. And I'm the one in charge of it. Yeah, I'm yeah. never on Instagram. He's, he's the social media manager. I suck. <laughs> <laughs> if you see the thing, you have like one post every like four months. So um, I think it's the set apart. It's the set apart dot podcast. Okay. The set apart dot podcast. That yeah. is, that's the that's handle. That's what it is. Okay, cool. So yeah, you can go there and get the link tree to, you know, YouTube, yeah. Spotify, but then also the guest interest form is going to be in there too. Um, there. And if you have any questions, any issues, any complaints, just send us a dm yeah maybe that could turn into an episode on the podcast as well yeah sure um, yeah i don't know yeah no <laughs> if you guys yeah have any interest in doing that we'd love to have you on um yeah thank you so much kristen for being here yeah. first yeah. female time. first female on the podcast let's go yeah. so excited so honored. So oh, cool. <laughs> represent let's go let's go ladies stand Jeez. up yes sir <laughs> um but yeah thank you guys so much for tuning in uh we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode please like it share it um with all of your friends and family if not i'm just kidding uh please do that we'd appreciate it we love you guys uh and we hope you have a great week and we'll see you next time on set apart <laughs>